Hello, and welcome back to Fair Unfiltered with me, Chris Ferry. So, been three months since we did the last podcast. I know you're thinking, my God, it's been so long. I've been desperate for you to come back. And to be honest with you, I've been desperate to come back as well. Shat myself a bit, to be honest. I've been sitting like, oh my God, getting back into it. Oh, well, I'm to listen again if I've been away too long. End of the day, I'm back. So, don't worry, I've already recorded quite a few episodes, so I've got about three guests to get to the next episode, so they're really, really good. And we're back to how can they motivate you, what are they doing in their life, what made them go and do a career that maybe they're wanting to do, what made them just sort of like go, do you know what, bugger it, I'm going for it. And that's what it's all about. I want you to get your motivation, I want you to get that wee bit of drive where you can go, I can do anything, because you can. There's nothing stopping you, the only person stopping is you. So that's what it's all about. So where have I been? What have I been up to? Why have I been hiding away? Well, running a business through COVID is stressful. It's it's quite crazy. Well, there was there, locked, we're in lockdown four. So I was ready to do outdoor classes. I was ready to get that all sorted and make it took away from us. So I was like, right, what is the next game plan here? Don't worry, my friends. I have a game plan. I'm all set up. We know what we're going to do. We're going to release it to everybody very, very soon. Probably the time this podcast gets released, it'll already been out there, and you'll be like, oh my God, this is so in the past. <sighs> the other reason I've been away is, if I'm being honest, which I am, because it's very unfiltered. I'm fucking freezing down here, by the way. I'm in this gym. I am, I am freezing. I took my jacket off because I'm doing this video. I'm, I'm really concerned putting it back on because... It's just not pleasant. Wait a minute, I'm going to put my jacket back on. It's so fucking cold. Where's my sleeves? So, guys, where have I been? Right, well, what have I been up to? I'm putting this jacket on, just in case you think I'm trying to get a straight jacket. I'm not. I'm just trying to get any of my jacket. So, I have... I shot myself, to be honest with you. I shot myself to come back on, like I was saying. And... See the whole thing when it comes up to my scans... There we go. I'm in my jacket. When it comes up to my scans, I'm sort of like head up my arse. I just start going, oh, like, I know I don't have cancer right, anymore, but it's that sort of like underlying fear. You're going for your CT scan. You're sitting going, oh, what ifs? All the what ifs coming at your head. And that's what happens. I got my CT scans done, and they says to me, right, you get your results in about seven days. And I went, oh, shoot it to you in. That was great. Seven days had passed. I never got them. So they told me to contact my doctors. Contacted my doctors. Was it there? No. Um, it was, I'd contacted my doctors about three times. The point, I actually got somebody at the reception. And they says to me, why are you phoning us? And I was like, what do you mean? I got told to phone you. He's like, no, you phone the hospital. I was like, all right then. So I phoned the hospital. My doctor was away. His receptionist was away. And <laughs> I was left in limbo. I was like, what am I going to do here? So I phoned the colorectal nurse. And she, so Eleanor's, who I used to deal with, she was amazing. The colorectal nurses in general are fantastic. So she phoned me back and she's like, look, I've been able to get your notes here and I'm just going to run through them with you because it's a wee bit longer because he's away and everything was clear. Yay, I can hear you all cheering as you're walking along, listening to us. So really sitting listening to us. It was great and... See, the thing is, with it all, 
I constantly felt like I was walking about with this stupidly heavy backpack on. It was just weighing me down, constantly weighing me down. I couldn't focus. I couldn't focus at all. Like, just my thoughts were just constantly on this and the, the what ifs, which might seem daft, but when you're in this situation, when you're in the, ever been in that situation, it is, you'll know yourself if you're just sitting waiting and and scans and stuff like that. Your your mind's just working overtime, and that's what it was doing. But I'm fine now. I actually just like seen the minute that was done. It was like, here we go, right back in the game. What can we do? Dum 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 dum. And that's what I done. So January, I'm like, ah, do you know what, bugger it. I'm going to get the podcast back in January, and here we are. So with episode one, what am I talking about, and what am I going to be doing in this episode? Well, I'm actually here just to tell you where the fuck I've been and. I want to tell you some stories. I want to tell you about this wee book. So this wee book, I've actually done it on my Facebook before. And I'm going to read you a passage from that. The passage, I feel, is very, very fitting to everything that's happened just now. There are dark times at the moment, but the dark times don't last forever. And this is, book is by Matt Haig. It's called The Truth Pixie. The illustrations in it are brilliant as well. I've sketchy sort of like drawings and it's by Chris Mould. And I hope you like this. This book sat in my drawer for two years, no, so about a year and a half. So when I was in the hospital, two of my mates bought this, Julia and Stephanie got me it. And it sat in my drawer. I went, I'm going to read this, I'm going to read this. And I came to the hospital. I was like, oh, I can't read it. So I just put it down. I never, I never read it. Silly. But at the time, it just, it wasn't, it wasn't the right time for the book for me. And one day Sophia went into my drawer and she's like, Daddy, what's this? And I was like, oh, what is that? And I opened it and there was a passage that Julia wrote in it. And I was like, this could be really good. So she's like, Sophia says, will you read this to me tonight? And I was like, of course. I read, I read my girls' books every night. So, whenever, so does Laura. So whenever I put the girls to bed, we read them a book. So Sophia wanted me to read this to her, and she fell asleep. Obviously, it's about 120 pages long. She fell asleep halfway through it, and I just continued reading it because I loved it so much. It's a great, great wee book. So if you get a chance to buy it, buy it. Will we, will we read a wee passage? Now, bloody close this book, didn't I? What, did I tell you? This is, this is the third time I've recorded this. No? Recorded it earlier, right? And I was like, oh, there we go. This is great. Being like that, wrapped everything up. Went, that's me. I'm off. I am away home. Went to look for it. And it bloody didn't save. I know. Chris, you're a fanny. I agree with you. I'm a fanny. So, are you ready? Are you sitting down? Are you comfortable? Right. This is, by the way, this is part of my spin-off of Freddy Unfiltered we're working on. Very Unfiltered podcast towards people doing stuff like this. Fairy Tales... Yes, I know. Fairy Tales is going to be my spin-off podcast, and that is going to be me reading children's stories. Now, I love kids' books. So, as I say, I read to the girls all the time. I love kid books because a lot of them have got great wee wee meanings behind them, and I think they're nice. They're wee happy books, and they're really really short and. I'm going to do them, and at the end of it, what I'm going to do is Sophia is going to give you her review on each book, because to be fair, we've got a whack of them we read each night, so she's going to give you her honest review. I'll never take a story time for her. Like I'm not going to sit and record myself reading a story with her. That's that's me and my daughter's time. 
you are not getting that. You just get me reading a book to you. So we're ready. Here we go. The Truth Pixie by Matt Haig. The section that I'm going to read you. Don't forget who you are. You're a fighter. As the dark in the skies make the stars shine brighter. You'll find the bad stuff has good bits too. The bad days are the days that make you you. You can always see goodness. You can't always see goodness, but it is always there. Just like the mouse who's hiding in my hair. Now, the Truth Pixie has a mouse called Marta that lives in her hair. You'll soon find this out. And she's telling these bits to a girl called Ada, who you'll soon get introduced to. Everything, if everything was perfect every single day, you'd never know the good from just about okay. The truth is, your future will often be great. It's bad now. You're seven. But wait till you're eight. You'll make new friends as good as the old. Friends who'll warm your heart against the cold. The house you will move to will be smaller than here. But you'll be so happy there this time next year. So the girls to move house, just in case you hadn't guessed that. The best things in life are yet to come. You'll read great books and you'll have great fun. You'll have a pet cat. You'll name her after your gran. Cat! Worries Marta. It's time I ran. That was my random mouse voice. I do random stupid voices when I'm reading the books. Now, the rest of your life is full of good stuff. You'll travel the seas, both calm and rough. It's up to you wherever you go. The sun of the desert, the cold of the snow, maybe the cold of this gym, it's got an ice box in here. You eat ice cream, tasting of strawberry and rose. Ugh. You'll feel happiness from your heads to your toes. You'll love your pet cat, and she'll enjoy a cuddle. And you'll dance and you'll sing and you'll splash in a puddle. You'll have fun at Christmas and Easter too. In summer, you'll sometimes go to a zoo. You'll laugh at bad jokes and you'll fall off your chair. You'll feel the sun in your face and the wind in your hair. You see, your life is like a voice. How you use it is really your choice. You can live life as a mumble or sing it clear. But it'll be often be special. You'll be glad to hear. You have so many moments, whole years full of fun. That'll be there just waiting when these days are done. Sure, life isn't always one big smile, but things turn out fine when you wait a wee while. Yes, the night is dark bits, has dark bits, but it has stars too, and you'll feel when they shine, that they shine just for you. You will step outside, and see from the park that the light is brighter when it's next to the dark. You'll have so many great times ahead and soft, happy dreams from inside your bed. The future is changing. A life is a mix. A life made of hope, like a house is of bricks. And tonight, right now, you feel very sad. But the rest of your life won't be so bad. Ada listened and Ada heard. Ada hung on to every word. Ada knows the pixie's right. The present is dark, but the future is bright. Thank you, Truth Pixie, 
You've made things clear. I will cry today, but I won't cry all year. It's all a bit weird and a little bit mad, but you'll never know happy unless you know sad. There you are. That's a wee passage from the Truth Pixie. I thought it was fitting because at the moment, everything in the world does seem very, very dark, but I understand every storm can't last forever. And everything you're probably learning through all this is going to help you in the long run. You're going to learn, you're going to learn about your emotions. You're going to learn to control the thoughts in your head. You're also going to be probably gaining new skills through this. You're going to have all this extra time on your hands. Maybe you're in furlough, maybe you're not. Maybe you're getting the benefits of spending more time with your kids than you ever been able, you've ever, ever would have been able to. You know what I mean? A lot of you've been working crazy shifts, maybe heavily traveling to town, maybe travel away with work. Now all of a sudden you've got all this time with your family. Checking in your friends. Remember, some people are going to be struggling through this, so they won't openly admit to it, but some people are. One of my friends, uh, I knew he must have been struggling. Um, he just, he was constantly like cancelling out and walks and doing stuff like that. And I just got together some of the things that he liked and put them in a wee bag and I just dropped them off to him. And he was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, look, these are wee things that I know that you like. Here you are. And he was like, I don't want to talk about it. And I'm like, I don't, you don't need to talk about anything to me. Just when you do, you know I'm here. But here you are, and he gave me a big hug. I know you're not supposed to hug, but, like, I don't give a fuck. I do give a fuck about, obviously, the whole COVID thing, but I didn't give a fuck. My friend wanted to give me a hug at the time. I was going to take a hug of him, and I left it. And he seems a lot better. And I'm not saying that's because of me. I'm just saying, like, he's going to have highs and lows, but just make sure you're there for people. You know what I mean? Just check in. Check in your friends and family. They are always going to be there for you. And not everybody's going to open up to all these things. They don't need to. But as long as you know that you're there for them, that's the important thing. So enough of me waffling. That's us back. Episode one, season two of Fairy Unfiltered. Thank you very, very much for joining me in this episode. And I look forward to seeing you in episode two.